For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Tag Morning Drax. Hey. Hello, Kara. Hello. Coming up today on the podcast, highlights from our show from Tuesday, November 7th. It's so funny. Remember the other day we did that bit about the Beatles? I did that bit about the Beatles. You yeah. guys could not have been l- not interested. less interested. <laughs> Tried. And my friend Tommy listens to the podcast, called me up, and he goes, hey, that Beatles thing, that was just for the podcast, right? And I was like, no, sir. Caddy's all in. Even he didn't believe you played it on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> so coming up, this is crazy. Kara getting mom shamed for something that her parents did with her as a child. That's rich. I couldn't believe my own family took me to task for this. And speaking of family, Brad reconnected with his long lost daughter, who he basically abandoned. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really like how the reunion went. Mm. Probably because of who he's married to and what he's got on the way. Yeah, the new- News that that yeah. that the daughter received is not not something you'd want to hear. So that's all coming up. I'm curious about what you guys uh, think about this. So the street I live on is kind of narrow, so they don't really want you parking any cars on the street, right? But you can really only park one and then squeeze by the other. So the kind of the common courtesy we have on our street is that you don't park on the side of the street directly across from a neighbor's driveway. Oh, yeah. Because then it would be really hard for them to pull in and out. Yeah, my front quarter panel was destroyed thanks to where I parked my car. Don't you remember? My wife. Oh, yeah. She was like, I wasn't used to you being at home. I'm like, I I live here. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) My name's on the deed. Uh, So we all agree. It's common courtesy. You don't park directly behind someone's driveway. Mm -hmm. But what about the rest of their property line on the street right is that fair game because, oh, like in front of their yard or whatever yeah, yeah. so i have a neighbor who yesterday put out cones in oh. front of like his curb and i'm like really i was like and he's a good guy no worries there like a really super nice guy but i'm like that i don't think that belongs to you i don't think right. you get to make that call mm. are those going to be permanent cones or is he having a party no, they, they were put out because another neighbor who had been renovating their house for like five months, and I'm, I'm talking, there's 20 contractors in front of their house every day. Yeah. Uh, they had some more people out yesterday, so I think he was having like PTSD and put out the cones. You know, I gotta yeah. put the cones out. Yeah. But I don't think you're allowed to say that. <laughs> I don't think you can say you can't park in front of my house. That's open season, right? Right. Oh, yeah, because oh, it is like is county so easement or whatever. Passive aggressive, dude. This is a good guy that yeah. you chat with. I mean, so it's not against you. How many people live on your street? This sounds like a terrible street. No, it's a good street. It's one only, way, do you still. It's uh, kind of like a one way, only travel. five houses. Are we yeah. talking cars or horse and carriage? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mix it both for sure. I mix it both. What's your play? I was asking you guys. I mean, again, I, I, the, the play would be to kind of park there. Do you need to park there? I don't not need to. So you don't need to. Right. You just want to be able to if you need exactly. to. And, oh, and prove yeah. a point that you don't own the space in front of your house. I don't think you do. Uh, do you know how to fill a water balloon with Roundup? Ooh. Oh, boy. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm picking Don't up. bring a knife to a gunfight, <laughs> right? <laughs> Giving you the stuff you need so you can start your crazy day. Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine today with a high of 80. 54 in Midtown. It is election day. A lot of kids doing virtual learning mm-hmm. today, so should make things a little bit lighter on the road. Should. <laughs> right. What's going on, Kara? We'll talk about the major streaming service that's raising their prices on us again this year in just a second. But if you've ever wondered what it would be like to be a guest at Martha Stewart's house, you just may get the chance. The homemaking queen has teamed up with Booking.com to rent out her farm guest house for a one-night pre-Thanksgiving stay. You'll have to get yourself up to Bedford, New York, where her property is on November 18th. But for $11.23, you'll get the chance of a lifetime to tour her huge 150-acre property, mm. complete with stops at her insta-famous chicken coop, gardens, and stables. You'll do a little wreath-making. You'll take a <laughs> table-setting class. But in typical Martha fashion, you are not allowed to wear shoes in her house. Table-setting <laughs> class the day before Thanksgiving means Martha Stewart is letting you pay her to go set the table to for her guests for that her. are coming to her house the Thanksgiving. day before Thanksgiving, but it's a couple of days before Thanksgiving. You know Martha likes to have everything preset, oh, so that yes. probably is exactly yes. what you're doing. She's setting up for Thanksgiving 2024 right now. <laughs> so when is enough finally enough? How much are you willing to shell out for these streaming services? Because it seems like... More and more exclusive programming is going to certain channels, and that means you've got to pay for Hulu and Peacock and Netflix and Disney Plus and all of the others. So break it down for us. What's Netflix doing? Okay, Netflix is raising their prices on us again this year. Users have started receiving emails saying that next month they're Mm going to hit us up for even more money. A standard plan with ads will now be $7 a month. Just the standard plan without the ads, $15.50 a month and the premium is 23 bucks a month and then if you add an extra member to your account that's going to be eight bucks a month what's premium i don't even know this was i don't even know what i'm subscribed to you probably have premium which is like the higher definition and then like two or three people can can watch at the same time Yeah. yeah actually i take that back because i canceled netflix oh you can't I canceled Netflix. What? This is the catch. This is what you need to know. Whatever show you're watching, like right now I'm watching Yellowstone. Okay, maybe I'll subscribe to Paramount Paramount Plus Plus. till that's over. When that's over, watching something on HBO Max, cancel Paramount Plus, sign up for HBO Max. So you just hop around and Hop around because it takes you a couple of months anyway. Why not just pay for the one service that you're watching? Yeah, but where's your grid? You got to get a spreadsheet because you're going to (laughs) forget. The spreadsheet is because we have children in the house. And so <laughs> Disney Plus is happening. Right? Yeah, gotta be on this. <laughs> good morning. I'm Tad. He's Drex. Hey, good morning. She is Miss Kara, and you are hot I this am. morning. I am. Because one of the best things about having kids is getting to relive your favorite childhood memories through them. Mm-hmm. Like watching your favorite movies and cartoons and visiting all of those cheesy roadside attractions that your parents were always like, no, maybe next time. Right. No, maybe next time. And getting to to see like their excitement and their yeah. wonder and they're discovering all kinds of new things. It's like a special connection. So you can imagine my surprise when my own family shamed me for doing something with my son that we did together growing up. Hmm. So there's something that you and your family did together. Yes, they shamed all you? the time.
why? I mean, like Disney, that's how Disney built their company was you experience Disney, you grow up, then you take your exactly. kids to Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't imagine getting shamed for something like that. So, well, I don't think she took him to Disney. I didn't I take him to Disney. Her shaming her Not for. yet. Oh, well, We're but, getting there. Not yet. But, you got to be old enough to enjoy that because it's an expensive trip. Well, I was going to say there are a lot of people who take babies to Disney and yeah. get shamed for it. So I was wondering if that was it. Well, Riker's only 13 months. And on Sunday, my husband Ryan was at the Falcons game. So we had the whole afternoon to spend together. And I thought it would be fun to go go over to McDonald's and get him his first Happy Meal and hit the playground. And when I told my parents and Ryan's parents what we had done that afternoon, they looked at me like I had thrown Riker in the sewer. Like I was the worst mother on earth. What did you order for this 13-month-old baby child? He got a Happy Meal with chicken nuggets and fries like everybody else gets. Yeah, like we we did our entire childhood. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, obviously he can't do the burger because he only has eight teeth, and you know we're <laughs> not at the burger stage yet. But there's nothing wrong with yeah. some nuggies and some fries. Yeah, our parents did it. It's like uh, you know, parents and in laws and grandparents. It's like they have amnesia. It's like they totally <laughs> yeah. forgot. Right. Like, don't you remember when I was a kid? You did the same exact thing, and it was a big special treat to get to go to Mickey D's and get yeah. a happy meal and go play in the ball pit. They don't have the ball pits anymore, but you know. I just don't understand. So you could say the parents have amnesia or whatever, or it could be that we've learned more since we were kids. We know more about nutrition. We know what's an appropriate age. So like, well, it's, it's not like I'm giving him a happy meal every day for lunch. This was a special occasion. It was a special first time trip. And I'm doing my best as a working mom. And I feel like everybody's just sitting back waiting for mm. me to screw up so they can put me in my place. All right. I get it. But it really boils down to should a 13 month old be eating McDonald's Happy Meals? Why not? We can't just agree with you just because you don't feel you think it's fair. What's wrong with a 13 month old eating a Happy Meal? Denise and Roswell. Sarah, I love you, girl, but this is a fail. Kids have no place eating fast food. I mean, like there's obesity and self-esteem problems. And honestly, it's poison. If you really want to take them to play in the play place and make it a special thing to do, I make a lunch, a healthy lunch at home and bring it to the fast food place. What can you even do that? Bring your own stuff into some other establishment just to hang out at their playground? I grew up eating fast food and I didn't have any obesity problems or anything like that. It wasn't poison. It's just teaching the bad habits from such an early age. Eating chicken nuggets at one year old, that's just crazy to me. What? Toddler, what kid doesn't eat chicken nuggets? Like, that's why they have dino nuggies. Well, they have them, yeah, but the dino nuggets, most of the nuggets that you get, that you prepare at home, are baked, not fried. So you have, do you have kids, Denise, sounds like? I do, I have two kids. I mean, do you think it's fair for other people, moms, parents, family members, to be telling you how to raise your kid, what to do? I'm not doing anything wrong that anyone's going to call me out for. If I was doing something wrong, like if I was giving my kids cigarettes or chicken nuggets, then like, yeah, they could say something. But no, I'm not doing anything that requires me to be reprimanded. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it, Denise. If you want to join the conversation, you can call or text 404-741-0985. What? I don't know when chicken nuggets became equal to cigarettes, know, but right? okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just like we were Gosh. talking about before, right? Like, 
back in the 1940s, everybody was smoking cigarettes. They were fine. Then we found out, eh, maybe not the healthiest but thing. But these are cigarettes. We're not... These are chicken nuggets. Yeah. People eat saying, chicken nuggets every day. You're saying it's okay for my kid to have chicken nuggets because I had chicken nuggets. Yeah. I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. Oh, my god! I'm just saying it's not necessarily the same. Call or text 404 <laughs> You can leave us a message. Use the open mic on the B98.5 app. Kara was just flabbergasted the fact that her family's mom shaming her for feeding her kid a Happy Meal, 13-month-old. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's something that we did as kids. It was a special treat. It was Riker's first Happy Meal, and we had a good time, and he loved those nuggies and fries. I don't see what the big deal is. You can call or text. You want to join the conversation, 404-741-0985. You can leave us a message. Use the open mic on the B98.5 app. Yeah, Ashley is in Stockbridge. She sent us a text and said, someone needs to be this child's advocate Kara if your parents and your in-laws are saying it's wrong it's wrong give me a break it is not wrong there are millions of children that get happy meals every day there are millions of children who are overweight I mean we are not one of them this is an overweight country this is a major epidemic in America you don't see you see this in a lot of countries you don't see this in all countries um I will say I was kind of trying to hold my tongue, but our son, who's eight now, you know, it's the first child thing. Kale, seaweed. He he didn't have anything. There was I think he may may have had cake at one point on his first birthday, but even then, Poor it kid. was like made you know gluten free. Like trying the to raise stuff. a picky eater. I just want a kid that's going to eat and enjoy himself. What I'm saying is, is my son has a very appropriate relationship with food right now. Like he can take it or leave it. I, I see him as having an appropriate relationship with food. Our daughter, I'm saying this on the radio. I know she's not listening. Our daughter, on the other hand, was able to, second child, get whatever she wanted to mm-hmm. eat whenever she wanted to eat it. She would be having the happy meal at 13 months, maybe. French fries, certainly. Ice cream, yes. And she is obsessed with food, almost to where I'm a little f- afraid. That and girl's I think, hungry. She's growing. Yeah, Ryder's hungry. Because, He's growing. Honestly, <laughs> because they were both raised, this is the only difference that they were raised in. One of them was raised with, right? I think that my daughter has gotten like a taste of the good life. Sure. I think that's the issue. I think once you give them a taste of the good life, then they crave and all these sugars and all these sugar substitutes. Oh my gosh. Like I said, it's not an everyday thing. It was a special moment one time with my baby. So Ted, it sounds a little bit like Sophie was on this side of the spectrum. Sam, your other, your son was on this side of the spectrum and somewhere in the middle is a happy meal every once in a while. Every once yeah. in a while. Once being they the get operative a word taste. in that sentence. <laughs> Dude, you know how you are, right, with Golly. the Arby's? Once you get a taste of something, then it's like, okay. Listen, I, three ounces is not enough. I give mean, me five. Give me eight. That big Montana at eight And ounces. there's all kinds of addictive chemicals in some foods that we don't even know about. I'm just tired of everybody making me second guess my choices for raising my sure, kid. Sure, Tracy and coming. There is nothing more fine than that i've never heard a year old kid look at another year old kid and go dude you're really wrinkly now you know you're gaining a little weight there right they'll body shame at 13 months old i'm sorry that's 
Kara, Kara, I absolutely applaud you for holding your tongue with that first woman because I would have been fired from the radio station had I been here. <laughs> it's hard sometimes, Tracy. In Kara's defense, too, she did make sure Riker got a diet Coke, not the full strength Coke. Well, so. there, there, see, she's already looking out for those eight teeth he's got. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Appreciate the call. If you want to join the conversation, 404-741-0985. What do you think? McDonald's Happy Meal, the French fries, the chicken nuggets for a 13-month-old? It's perfectly fine, and I'm tired of everybody piling on saying that I'm teaching my child the wrong habits and it's not a good thing to do when it was exactly the things that my parents did for me. You say it was your parents and like your in-laws that were kind of shaming you. Yes, they looked at me like I had legitimately poisoned my child. Don't you guys remember growing up, I don't know if it's the same, like I remember my parents um, like getting upset at my grandparents for their inserting their opinions, right? And you would think like, oh, well, I guess when I have a kid, my parents aren't going to do that. Yeah, no, no, they they did no, it. No, no, no. So I, don't, I don't understand where that comes from. Yeah, me neither. And I'm saying the population used to be small enough. There used to be family farms and stuff. Sure. Now food is like a production. And, I, and so I think that we've evolved and we've realized, you know, there are healthier choices that can make. And maybe that path that you set your child on that's important. The young years, the 13-month-old, that's important. But still, the opinions coming f- uh, from outside sources, like, I, I, no, nobody, nobody cares what your thoughts are on how I raise my kid. Jill, what do you say? I've been getting in trouble for my family since my son was two months old from ha- letting him have a lick of ice cream. Mm. They're babies. You do want them to, like, enjoy. It, it makes a parent happy, too, you know, getting to see them enjoy things, especially food. Makes the parents happy. This is not about parents being happy. This is about children being on set on a right course for healthy eating and making oh good decisions on their own. Gosh, you okay? So for his first birthday, we got him the smash cake, right? <gasps> and our families it's had the same reaction, Tad. They're like, "You're giving him sugar." I'm like, yeah, it's his birthday. Yeah. It's a smash cake. And do you what? remember 40 years ago when you did the same, same thing, thing to me? me? Yeah, exactly. You can leave us a quick message if you don't want the whole back and forth of a conversation. Leave it on the open mic. It's on the B98.5 app. Our parents didn't know better, but we do. McDonald's is nothing but crap. I'm sorry. It's not healthy at all. And we know that now today. Our parents did not. So 13 months old, going for a happy meal. Kara's family didn't think it was a good idea. Brenda in Covington. I say maybe the in-laws were jealous because they didn't get to be a part of the first experience of his Ooh. happy meal. Ah. That's a good point. Then why is your first instinct or first reaction to be like, to shame, shame you? I yeah. don't think they're <laughs> jealous that you brought Riker to his first McDonald's. I think so. It's not like he took his first steps. I know the golden arches are wonderful and everything, and it is a rite of passage. Tomorrow I'm going over to my kid's school. They're having like a Thanksgiving thing. He requested I bring McDonald's, but he's eight. There's an appropriate age for the Happy Meal. Listen, if you can chew it up and swallow it, it's an appropriate age because it's delicious. (laughs) Emily and Ackworth. Yes, good morning. You had a comment on obesity. What's your comment? My comment is is that it is not elimination, but moderation is what needs to be taught to your children. Yeah, see, that's why when I go and steal her Halloween candy, I eat it in the pantry with the door closed. Yeah, man, you're eating all those to protect your daughter, to keep them from your daughter as a good father. Yeah, not all heroes wear capes. Some eat (laughs) peanut butter cups. George and Winder. I think Kara is fine. Please enjoy having fun with your 13-month-old. 
it's a great time. Tad, get off her back. Just because you obviously has had problems with your weight issues doesn't mean he's going to. Leave him alone. Boy, have I ever. Thank you so much for the call. Appreciate it. If you like what you hear, we'd love for you to give us a rating. We prefer five stars, though, so if you don't like what you hear, feel free to not leave us a rating. Tad, Drex, and Kara, weekday mornings on B98.5. You goofed, and now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Brad, I understand you just reconnected with a daughter that you had lost touch with. It's been a little tumultuous. I wasn't around much when she was a kid. I was a terrible father. It's something I've really regretted for a long time. But I understand that you've reconnected with her. Yeah, I mean, now that she's out of college and stable, I reached out to you know start a relationship. That's so, almost a mature move to make. Yeah. I mean, not to excuse your past behavior at all, Brad, and it sounds like you're taking responsibility for it, but waiting for Melissa to get out of college, get stable, and then try and come in versus like college is chaotic. I wanted to start things fresh. So uh, yeah. I, I invited Melissa to brunch with my new wife over this past weekend, and it, it didn't really go the way I was hoping and and yeah you said in your email that your daughter Melissa recognized your new wife yeah and how do they know um, each other they went to college together oh (laughs) yeah there's a bit of an age gap because your daughter okay was your daughter just graduated so your wife just graduated I mean she's a couple years ahead but they did have some classes together so Melissa walks in she sees that recognizes that that throws her off or what happens? The other thing that was hard for her was we also told her that we're having a baby and, and, um, and that we're expecting. So it was a lot all at once. Yeah, no kidding. For your dad to come back into your life all of a sudden and introduce you to his new wife and to tell you you've got a sibling coming. Yeah. That's a lot And more stuff? You say there's other stuff? After we told her that we were expecting a baby... She got up and walked out, and I'm afraid that we're back to square one. I lost my chance, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm hoping you all can help me get things back on track. All right, well, why don't you sit tight, because in a couple of minutes, we will get Melissa on the phone, and we'll see where she's at right now, where her head is at right now with this, and see if we can get you some forgiveness, okay? Thanks. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. So we got a tough one this morning. We were just talking to Brad a couple of minutes ago. He's got a daughter and a new wife, and the two of them went to college together. His daughter just found out about that. Oh, wow. And then found out that they're expecting, that Brad and his wife slash her former classmate (laughs) are expecting a baby. And it was too much for his daughter, Melissa, too much to handle all at once. So she left. We're calling Melissa right now. Brad, she's not going to know you're on the line. Hello? Melissa. Yes? This is Tad Drex and Kara from B98.5. How are you? Oh, my God. Hi, guys. (laughs) What a surprise. Do I get to beat Kara? (laughs) (laughs) The reason we're calling is because we heard you had a brunch over the weekend and it didn't go really as planned. Oh, yeah. I was not prepared for anything that happened at that brunch. It was rough. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine my dad marrying somebody I went to college with. I don't know how you're prepared for that. No kidding. Finding out that I was going to have a sister was a lot more unsettling, though. Yeah. So you're not excited about that at all? I'm excited. Like, who doesn't love a baby? I guess (laughs) it's it's 
cool to bring new life into the yeah. world, but I just can't get behind what their reasoning is. What was their reasoning? My dad's just trying to do a do-over. Like, it was so obvious to me. Get another chance to do over raise yeah, like a kid. New dad, like do over being a dad with me. Well, I, if you listen to the show, you must know our feature "Forgive and Forget." Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, we have your dad on the line with us. Oh God. Um, he was calling to ask forgiveness about the mess that went down at brunch. I'm really sorry. I uh, my gut told me that meeting my new wife and. And finding out you're going to have a, a sister was going to be a lot. I'm just so excited when you agreed to meet. I don't know. It's my own fault for expecting that anything would be different. I'm really, truly just surprised that Kelly is actually okay going along with this. And who's Kelly? Uh, that's my wife. Melissa, what is what is Kelly okay with? It's weird. It's so weird, this do-over thing. I don't understand who would sign on for this. Yeah, what is Brad trying to do over? You mentioned that before. He's trying to fix this past between us by marrying someone my age and trying to clone me. I'm not trying to clone you. We just really wanted a little girl. Okay, so then why did Kelly tell me that you guys went through IVF to make sure that you had a little girl? Yeah, that's interesting that you're Brad, having a that girl. True? Yeah, but again, it's not because I'm trying to clone Melissa. Then why are you literally naming the baby Melissa? No. What? Is that true, Brad? You're going to name this kid Melissa? That's the name that we picked. This isn't a do-over. This is a replacement. Yeah, thank you. I messed up. I was a father i'm sorry i was never there for you this is the only way i thought i could make it right the only <laughs> way you thought you could make it right is to give your new daughter with your daughter's former classmate <laughs> the same name as your daughter these are my daughters melissa and melissa two different generations she'll be her own person well, doesn't she deserve her own name then? We're going to call her Mel for short. Yeah, what I get called for short, Dad. Honestly, again, I should not even be surprised that you don't see this. Like, there's so much self-involvement that he would literally think that the only thing that could make this up for me could be him doing it all over again. Like, I'm not even actually a factor other than, I guess, the inspiration for his own guilt. Like, I just shouldn't have agreed to go to the brunch. There's obviously lots to work out. Brad, I would encourage you to go run this by just even five random people on the streets and <laughs> yeah. ask their opinion on it. Right. In the meantime, Brad did call because he was upset over the brunch and he did want your forgiveness. So can you forgive and forget, Melissa? I appreciate like the sentiment and him trying to reach out, but but he's he's not actually interested in the relationship. He's not actually interested in in well, he is interested in getting to know me, but it's also that he can like know how to be better for the new Melissa coming along. So I'm mm. I'm out. This is sad. <laughs> this is also family, and I hope yeah. that in time, Brad, you can realize how this came off to her, and you guys can maybe give it another shot at some point down the road. I hope so, too. Start by naming your new daughter anything, anything but Melissa. Yeah. Or starting with an M. <laughs> <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Holy moly. Wow. Is good help hard to find or what? Yep, yep, yep. Becca wants us to help her ask one of her former employees' forgiveness after she fired him for a cause. She wants him to come back to work. But when you hear what this guy did to get fired in the first place, you'll realize 
the cards are forever in the employee's favor. Oh, for sure. For sure. Unbelievable. Tomorrow morning on Forgive and Forget, 7 a.m. every weekday morning. Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what happened? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. It's 3.45 next Thursday (laughs) afternoon. Good morning. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine today with a high of 80. 57 now in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? We'll talk about the weird stuff that people have had stuck in their bodies in just a minute. But if you have to be on the road over the next few days, please stay alert. This time of the year, you're most at risk for hitting a deer. I guess it's mating season from... October to late December, and with the time change, more people are on the roads at dawn and dusk when the deer are busy chasing tail. Now, you've got to make sure you're scanning the sides of the road, because if you see one deer, there's more than likely going to be multiples. Mm, And if a collision is inevitable, hit the brakes and brace yourself, because swerving is more likely to cause more damage. You could hit a tree. You could hit another car. It's not a good thing. I have personally hit a deer before on yeah. the way into work, and I was on the highway. I thought there was no way oh a deer gosh. would be in the middle of 75 South, but here she was, mm-hmm. and I had to make that decision. Like, do I keep going and brace myself, or do I try and swerve? And I was afraid if I swerved, the deer would get spooked, and it would jump, right. and I would have a deer coming through my windshield. So I'm sorry, Bambi. Oh, <laughs> do you at least do the taxidermy? Or I did try and go back to see if maybe she was still there on the final oh, round, no. but somebody had gotten her. She yeah. was good eating. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you ever had something weird stuck in your body? I remember having to go to the emergency room with hmm. my brother because he got a micro machine stuck in his ear. A micro machine? Yeah, I remember those little t- tiny little tiny little race cars. No, no. I don't remember those either. No, oh yeah. My gosh, you guys, where were yeah, you? Yeah, I don't know. So I'm not sure how this report doesn't violate all kinds of HIPAA laws, but the CDC has put out a list of the strangest items that have been removed from people's bodies, and this is a doozy. Are you sure we want to go here? You were mentioning yes. some of these things that we're not going to say on the air, oh, and yes. I was in the fetal position. <laughs> it's very odd, but foreign objects being stuck in strange places is actually the ninth leading cause of unintentional injuries that lead to ER visits. Wow. So when it comes to the ears, people have had cufflinks, a plastic sword, a charger, a battleship game piece, and shoe glue removed from their ears. From their oh. ears? Yes. Oh, maybe thinking it was like an eardrop or something? I think so. Yeah. Now, when it comes to the nose, it was magnets, batteries, LED lights, gummy worms, and orange peels. No peas on that list? Didn't Come see on. any peas on that list. There was some candies, though. And then people who have accidentally or intentionally ingested a steak knife, a flashlight, darts, pet toys, and batteries. Was now, this was, survey taken in Las Vegas? Because no. that sounds like some magicians I know, practicing. Crazy. And I would love to know what the breakdown is of adults over children. Because, you know, children oh. are like exploratory and they like to smell stuff. It's, and, all, you know, it's all three-year-old little boys. You that think whole so? list is yeah. compiled of three-year-old little boys. So I got two more years before I'm going yeah. to ER. Yeah. Those are three-year-old little boys are on the list. The ones that are adults didn't make the list because those people just decided, I'm just going to live with this shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Susie and Cumming. Good morning. Can you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? 
See you later, Kara. I'm out of here, Susie. Good luck. We're going to ask you five trivia questions. Kara's going to stand outside the room. We'll bring her back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she'll have to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to split that with Liam, my grandson. He's playing with me. Oh, how sweet. All right, here's question one. Congrats to Jessica Simpson celebrating six years sober today. Jessica portrayed the character Daisy in what 2005 movie? Dukes of Hazard. Number two, New York City tops a list of the best places to celebrate Thanksgiving. What company sponsors the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York? Macy's. Number three, Hootie and the Blowfish are going back on tour next summer. What's Hootie's real name? Darius Rucker. And by the way, free tickets to see Hootie in concert in the 8 o'clock hour today. Question four, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have not been invited to King Charles' 75th birthday next weekend. Meghan rose to fame on what legal drama? And number five, Homer Simpson will no longer strangle Bart in the opening credits of the show. What's the name of the Simpsons' annoying neighbor? Oh, my God. Um, Three, two, one. All right, we got to move on. Kara back in. Rolling along there, Susie, and coming to start, but then we tripped up. But otherwise, really well, well done. Kara's making her way back in, ready for the same questions. I'm ready. Number one, Jessica Simpson portrayed the character Daisy in what 2005 movie? Duke's Hazard. That's what Susie said, one to one. Good, good, good. (laughs) Um, Number two, what company sponsors the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City? Macy's. Susie got it right, two to two. Number three, what's Hootie's real name? Uh, Darius Rucker. Yeah, we asked Susie that question. She got it right as well. Nodded up at three. Number four, Meghan Markle rose to fame on what legal drama? Suits. That's what Susie said. We're tied at four. Number five, name of the Simpsons' annoying neighbor? Ned Flanders. That's what we were looking for. Kiddly diddles to the parkly doodle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got a win here, Susie, on our side. Five to four. Are you smarter than Kara? Today. All right, Carrie, your new record, 1,613 wins, just 50 losses. Ooh-ooh. Sorry, Susie. That's all right. It was fun. Thanks, Kara. No cash, but you get tickets to see the Marvels. Captain Marvel returning only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now, but you don't have to because you just got them. Woohoo! Liam's doing a happy dance. Oh, <laughs> nice. Have fun, Liam. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735 on B98.5. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.